FSL Sports Flash brought to you by Amco. Visit your locally owned, independently owned Amco transmission dealer. Arrakis beats Lannisport. Joffrey Baratheon falls under the Sandworms onslaught and Arrakis clinches a playoff spot 4-3. Gallifrey Downs Rivendell. The Doctor turns over a new leaf and finds crushed Hobbit dreams. Lords victorious 3-0. San Francisco over New York. Picard puts his money where his trash talking mouth is. Avengers playoff hopes all but gone. Feds over Avs 9-7. Vulcan defeats Coruscant. Do the greater evil prevail? Coruscant cries foul, but Vulcan's not over yet. Velocity win 1-0. All that and more coming up on FSL tonight. 790 Dragon Sports Talk Radio. Sports Talk Radio. Coming up. Did the Doctor's off-field racist rant exterminate the Time Lord's playoff chances? Lannisport falls to Arrakis, and we'll give you the latest on the Drawfee Baratheon injury. FSL Tonight starts now. It was 3 a.m. when I heard the sound. Welcome to Week 9 action of FSL tonight. Some very exciting things going on in the league. Some very disturbing things. Actually, multiple disturbing things going on in the league. I'm Tom Merritt. Justin Robert Young joins me. Uh, and Justin, let's let's get right into talking about what happened at Arrakis. For those of you who are joining us from the arrakis Landisport game, it was seismic coming into it, obviously, as it would determine who uh, led not only the balance of power in the West, but also in the FSL all told, unfortunately, really, and you you said it, Tom, really all the ugly elements that kind of take away from this great league really reared their head today, and none more prescient right now for Lannisport Lions fans than the injury of Joffrey Baratheon uh, removed from the field after a throat injury. And as bad as it is from what we're hearing medically, and obviously this is very, very early, there's a lot of finger pointing in the locker room uh, even after this. They not only lose the game, they lose their captain, they lose the, the really the, the person who was the figurehead for the success they've had over the past couple weeks aside from, from Tywin. What do you think this does going forward for the Lions, Tom? Well, and and obviously we've had a running debate over whether Lannisport had their, their chances or not. Uh, this this changes everything. And I, I'm not here to gloat about the fact that the Lannisport Lions are now facing a very difficult road with only one week left. Uh, that is the good side for Lannisport in this. I think what the bad side is, uh, it was very unclear what exactly happened. Uh, it was a big old scrum uh, where Joffrey got injured. And here's the thing. I've been clamoring for them to play Tyrion again. Yeah. And they, they put Tyrion in this game uh, midway through. This was a close game. In fact, I believe it was tied at the point of the injury. And there are rumors that Tyrion was involved in the injury of Joffrey, which would be a yeah. horrible thing. Player on, on his own team going after someone over jealousy. Uh, well, and yeah. Lannisport has, has issued a very terse announcement that Tyrion is suspended pending further investigation. Obviously, Lannisport is taking it seriously if they've suspended him. But for all we know right now, it's rumors. And if you're Tyrion, the problem is, is that you don't really have a whole lot of rope to deal with any, you know, anything that might be halfway, right? No, he, absolutely. He has, he's had very well-known and documented problems with his father, who's running the team. And if somebody as important to the franchise as Joffrey, and again, not as important on the field, 
but really was a figurehead for the Lannisport Lions. They they needed him out there, and he had contributed over the last couple weeks, played well in this game. Again, the biggest game in his young career, and uh, now... I mean, Tom, is, uh, is is it too morbid to speculate whether or not he'll ever play again? No, I, I don't think it is. Uh, from from the sounds of it, this injury is, is incredibly serious. Uh, we may have seen the last of Joffrey Baratheon, and I don't say that lightly, uh, which, you know, and, and you hate in a, in a serious situation like that to go right back to speculation about the team, but it does, the fact of the matter remains that now Tom and Baratheon has been named captain uh, and coach, uh, same position as Joffrey had. Uh, that has, at least temporarily. And, I, and I bring that and up what's partly unsettling, to, Yeah, go ahead. If you are a fan of Lannisport, is that they are taking these actions. Exactly. It's not a wait and see, let's, let's wait for you know, the maester to come back and let us know exactly what the injury is. They're already naming Tom and the captain. They're already... You know, suspending Tyrion for whatever reason, even just pending investigation. And now, I mean, and this is just stuff that, I mean, obviously, this is a developing situation as we are talking to you. Rumors that he might be shipped off to the Valerian Dragons uh, in the Essos League. Yeah, now, and, and that, that's the Valerian Dragons uh, actually still uh, alive, still competing in the elevation tournament uh there would be rules about whether you could pull a premier league player down into that tournament i don't think he would be allowed to have any effect right away if that were even the case and that would be a dramatic turn of events honestly i've been saying Tyrion is the key to the success of this team all season uh losing your symbol is going to hurt a team that's already got off-field problems if Tyrion remains suspended until week 10 and even worse, if he left for the Valerian Dragons, I I think that that is extremely bad news for the Lions' playoff hopes. Well, and what does this do for their fragile relationship with the Tyrells? Is yeah. this something that could drive what has been very needed firepower? And 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 you know, listen, the Tyrells, both of them. Were, were key in this game. This was, I mean, the, the Tyrells had two of the early goals yeah. that put Lannisport ahead in this game through the first half. And they've been saying what you would say, which is, of course, we're going to follow the new leadership. We're going to cooperate. We're going to play along. Uh, you wouldn't expect them to say anything else publicly, but the Tyrells only know uh, what they are planning to do in this situation as well, new to the team as they are. Uh, and meanwhile, as we, as we mentioned uh, in the Sports Flash, Gallifrey has tied... Gallifrey uh, wins, and and now they're tied with Lannisport 5-4. So it all comes down to next week when those two teams face off. We'll talk a little more about Gallifrey in a second. Uh, We shouldn't leave out the fact that Iraq has clinched a playoff spot here amid all this controversy. Uh, They they are now 7-2, so they they have not only clinched a playoff spot, in fact, they've clinched the first place uh, spot, which means they'll play at home against whoever comes out of the Western Division wildcard. And Arrakis just riding high. In fact, it was a little, I don't know if you felt this way, Justin. It was a little unsettling how celebratory they were, given the seriousness of the injury to Joffrey Baratheon. It's, again, it's hard to put yourself in the mind frame of the Arrakis fan base. This was at Arrakis. This is a franchise that not only on the field, but off the field, has been involved, in, I mean, to to say political turmoil would be putting a huge smiley face on it. Yeah, right. 
it, it's yeah to me to me and you it was really really uh unsettling it was hard to watch when you knew that and, and again we will bring you updates as we get them on the health of joffrey baratheon but it was uh and and I mean, look at here we have lit phone lines oh yeah uh, from iraq we actually have a call from an Arrakis fan let's let's see how they represent go ahead take it away caller At least we know. Uh, I don't want to keep say it classy, Iraq. The Sandworms fans have been disconnected from their own humanity. They're very happy. I get. It. You know? I get. It. Yeah, let's, they're happy. Let's move on. I mean, let's they're, talk about. They're it. obviously very, very excited. And believe you me, Tom, I wish that we were done with the depressing news of the week. But this Gallifrey win did not come without its own dark preamble controversy surrounding the Doctor. He has been. Probably the biggest uh, name in the league this year. And unfortunately, some of that image really, really got tarnished. Uh, for those of you who are not following the story, Tom, can you explain the audio that we're about to play for them? Sure. Uh, yes. Earlier this week, uh, the doctor was, uh, our tape was released of the doctor at a restaurant making a racial slur. Uh, a member of one of the top teams in the elevation tourney was at the restaurant picking up a to-go order, minding his own business. It's not pretty, so be and warned. This, yeah, I mean, th this is the age of cell phones and everything being recorded, so please understand, we do not endorse this language. Just just go ahead and play it. Tom. Here's what he said. What the hell are you here for? I am waiting for orders. What are you good for, Dalek? What's the point of you? I know what you deserve. Exterminate. The entire Dalek race wiped out in one second. That is wrong. That Whenever is, you get... Obviously, the D word is very sensitive. It's not something that you should take lightly. You don't want to make excuses for the doctor, but he's somebody who was raised in a very different way than we were. Uh, but it's ugly to hear, and yeah. it's ugly to have an ambassador for the league say it. And the Time Lords announced the doctor had been excused from all team activities uh, as he sought counseling for his recent actions. It was questionable whether he would play in the game against Rivendell, but play he did. And I will say, Justin, not to excuse his rhetoric, but he looked like a new man out there. And the question is going to be whether or not he should be suspended. He was not. He played the game, and he played the game exquisitely. He absolutely looked like a completely different person, yet again reinventing himself in spectacular fashion. This, uh, if you erased 
what happened earlier in the week and just had this sample size of the doctor, it might be the most popular incarnation that we have seen of him in in all of his transformations this entire season. He was a wonder. He was fast. He was clever. He was dashing. Did you catch the part where he talked himself out of a yellow card at one point? Uh, and, yeah. and then just as soon as the, the referee, you know, made the decision all on Z and off they go. And they're, they're playing again. Just an amazing performance. Uh, no Claire Oswald this week. So we're, no. we're still waiting to see if we see her again. Well, we saw the best, uh, you know, Rose Tyler with not only a goal, but two assists, uh, the best that we have seen her play alongside the doctor, uh, who knows whether or not we will get more of her, down as we uh, come toward this stretch run where now the Gallifrey playoff spot is not something crazy to say. No, exactly. Uh, and and on the other side of this coin, Rivendell's relegation is now assured. There's only one game left. They're three and six. Lannisport and Gallery are five or four, five and four. I can't believe that we know the fate of Rivendell before we know the fate of the Vulcan Velocity for sure. Uh, but that is it for the Rivendell Fellowship. Uh, Thorin out of the game. Yeah. Gandalf tried to rally the spirits. Uh, after the game at Gandalf's behest, uh, Oakenshield did announce that the Bilbo Baggins suspension is over. But wait, talk about too little too late. Well, if you're following what's happening in that locker room and, and the rumors are to be believed, again, this is this is a war of five factions. Uh, they They don't know whether they're coming or going. And now... We know that they are going out of the league. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, we'll talk about next week. We'll talk about that Gallifrey-Lanisport uh, matchup in a little bit, but let's get to the rest of this week's games. Uh, New York at San Francisco. Uh, and, of course, the San Francisco Federation already clinched a playoff spot, now have clinched first place themselves as well. So San Francisco and Arrakis are going to be first place in both divisions. Uh, full roster from the New York Avengers, including Thor, back with the team. And they were playing as a team, but they just seemed to be overwhelmed. This is a team that decided with two weeks to go to actually play. Uh, we've we've talked ad nauseum. Again, I mean, this is like a broken record. We can just play. And I'll tell you what, of, of all the news that we have today to talk about, I am thrilled, which I don't think I would ever say, to talk about again how disappointing the New York Avengers have been this season and how disorganized they are. You just saw a, a high watermark in San Francisco. They are playing as well as you can play. They are looking like maybe the only team that could give Arrakis a run for their money in the playoffs. And New York, which has nothing but firepower, were just completely. I mean, it, it looked it looked pathetic out there. I mean, it, it looked like uh, like they were they were uh, you know uh, falling to uh, to Ultron. You know, like yeah. this was this was ridiculous and not as serious as Joffrey Baratheon's injury, but uh, Stark, Tony Stark, making an, an amazing defensive attempt to stop the Federation near the end of the game uh, and then pulled out and he is listed as questionable. There's no injury listed. He's just gone. Uh, and we don't know if he's going to make it back next week. Who knows whether or not Tony Stark will play next week for the Avengers. Stay tuned, ladies yeah. and gentlemen. <laughs> a, this is, if you've looked at the roster lineup that we've been tracking on the FSLtonight.com website, it is. I, I think we're going to need uh, more bandwidth to just load that page 
because every, it just goes on forever. And that roster is never the same from week to week. Now, uh, now meanwhile, let's go to a, a quote that if it weren't for the fact that it came in the shadow of the doctor's racist rant, probably would have been the bulletin board material of the week. Yeah, uh, here's here's Jean-Luc Picard wearing a little, you know, a little whimsy in, in practice, talking to the press, wearing a New York Avengers uni. Can I do this? Or do I look like some sort of gay superhero? That That's controversial enough. He definitely meant it uh, in a joking uh, manner, more po- poking fun at the New York Avengers than anything, and it turned out that he could back up his trash talking. Well, and... and uh... <laughs> I mean, a bit out of character for Picard. He has been the stoic leadership uh, at times, almost mechanical uh, for for the Federation. He's been just what the doctor ordered, and apparently they needed a little bit of a uh, little kick in the pants, and he sure put their money where their mouth is. Yeah, absolutely. All right, and then uh, finally, the sh- another shocker this week, week nine full of news, uh, the Vulcan Velocity come together and down the Coruscant Empire. No matter what you think about whether rules were broken, they played dirty. Uh, this they, they were pulling low punches. They were they were out for blood. Uh, Coruscant just seemed as if they'd rather be playing somewhere else. Tom, you've already said too much about these two teams, and I feel like we should move on to the elevation tourney. <laughs> All right, let's talk about the five twelve k round. It ends. The Kessel Runners playing quick and fast look great. Uh, Silo seventeen scrubbers, one of the first teams to get sent out. Of the 512K round, so they're out of it. The Pern Dragon Riders, elegant to watch. Their old style of play uh, just isn't standing up. Uh, and, and we're still awaiting for the pairings for the round robin level that will begin next week. But now we at least are getting names that, uh, you know, we have the eggheads in the back that crunch the numbers and let us know exactly what is happening because obviously it is hard for. Uh, literally for the human mind to comprehend exactly what these uh, standings are for uh, this, this tournament. But we can now read for you guys some of the names that are, uh, that are, are involved here in the finals. Chicago Wizards, Cybertron Matrix, Caprica Survivors. Uh, Tom, can you help me with this name here? Ankh on- Morpork Watch, I, I think. Uh, sure. Yeah, sure. Why not? The Arkham Old Ones, Babylonian Rangers, Gotham Knights. Uh, here's another one, Tom. The Cyans of Dragon Road. Uh, <laughs> a, a very popular team out there. The Shannara Swords, Sunnydale, Sunnydale Scoobies, the Scaro Exterminators, uh, the Unicomplex Cubes, the Samaria Barbarians, Normandy Massive, Trantor Foundation, the AL Dragons, and the Defiance Lawkeepers, an underdog. You know... Do you think that there is a bit of a conflict of interest with, with Harry Seldon uh, being the commissioner of this league and Trantor possibly uh, becoming a, a player? Well, here's the thing. There's going to be an elevation vote. The elevation vote began last week. It's still going on. We'll talk about that in a second as well. There's going to be the Commissioner's Cup where Seldon will actually uh, choose a team to elevate, and there's the tourney. I believe it's fine that the Trantor Foundation have made their way forward in the tourney because they're winning on their merits. Uh, Some would say, look, Selden could have changed conditions to make the Foundation eventually win this tournament, and that is possible. I'm not going to discount that, but I don't think he would do that. I don't think he needs to do that. It would be much easier just to pick him in the Commissioner's Cup, and that'd be the end of it. 
So what do you make of rumors that there are Selden messages not only being played for us, but for other places across the the, the galaxy. Well, I, I think you're always going to hear those kinds of rumors. I don't put any credence in, in them until I hear one, until I see one. I want to see some evidence about it. So you don't uh, think you don't think Trantor is getting some inside sauce? No, I, I, I don't think I don't think they need it. That's that's my point. I just don't see the motivation uh, for it to work that way. Frankly, uh, there, if, if you're wondering how it will shake out, uh, round robin playoffs begin next week. Eight tourneys of eight teams each, uh, 64 teams in total, uh, will finish this out. And a, uh, a, a, if you're not as good as math at math, or like, like Justin and I, this will be a little easier to follow over the next couple of weeks. Let's talk about the elevation vote, though, Justin. Uh, Absolutely. Hearing about some great support for some amazing teams. The Tokyo Monsters getting a, a ton of buzz. Uh Uh-huh. You know, this is a a storied franchise, has certainly had its ups and downs, but looks to be on the mend and resurgent. The North Salem X-Men, Tom. Yeah. Now, this is a uh, this is a team uh, that has a lot of experience playing uh, with the uh, New York Avengers. So it'd be interesting to see if they won the vote, how they would match up against that team in particular, should the Avengers avoid relegation in the uh, consolation trophy. We'll We'll, we'll have to see if they're still around. They probably will be, though. As always, the fan base for the Ponyville Phillies is uh, suffocating. It's they, loud. They, they have maybe the best fans in the galaxy. It's loud. It's cheerful. It's bright. It's hopeful. Uh, as, as, as much noise as they make, you still got to love them. And the Detroit Autobots, not only a fan favorite from way back, but... You get the sense that maybe they've uh, held on a little too long with some of the same game plan. Maybe it's getting a little rote, uh, but yet here we find them in the elevation vote. Yeah, time to shake it up. See if they see if they get any votes. Uh, if you would like to vote, go to fsltonight.com. Look for the elevation link up at the top. We also link to it from the post of every FSL Tonight episode. Uh, finishing up week ten. Uh, Arrakis at Rivendell doesn't matter. Rivendell's out. Arrakis is first place. Uh, Coruscant at New York Avenger, or I'm sorry, San Francisco Federation at Vulcan doesn't matter for San Francisco. Matters intensely for the Vulcan Velocity. Coruscant at the New York Avengers matters for both because what happens here is if Coruscant wins, yeah, Vulcan gets relegated, and Coruscant goes to the playoffs. If New York wins. Uh, and Vulcan wins, then the commissioner will have to rule because we'll have a tie for last place on relegation. Uh, It's still just barely possible that Vulcan could end up at least playing in the consolation game for their lives. Uh, And then... uh, And meanwhile, in New York, uh, against any and all sanity or rationality is controlling their own destiny for the playoffs, yeah. which is insane. Absolutely. And have a home game. All they have to do is beat Coruscant at home, and they can make the playoffs. That is a, It speaks to how terrible the Eastern Division is. And Vulcan has to play against a team, San Francisco Federation, bitter rivals, took players, but at the same time, they're resting on their laurels. They're in. They don't have to beat the Velocity. I think they'll want to, though, don't you? I, I should certainly hope so. <laughs> and then uh, finally, Gallifrey at Lannisport. Uh, obviously, the tenor of this game, which was set up you know, weeks ago to be a dramatic finish for that last playoff spot, is absolutely going to be that. Whoever wins goes into the playoffs. But Lannisport, how are they looking? 
Uh, bad, Tom. <laughs> dark wings, dark words. It is not uh, not good. Uh, again, the latest on the Jaffe Baratheon injury is, and and we're actually, I'm getting something handed to me right now. No, it is confirmed. Jaffe Baratheon out for uh, for the rest of the season, at the very least, uh, and and it is not looking good. Past that, uh, confirmed from uh, from from the Rock. It, it's it's bad news, ladies and gentlemen. Joffrey Baratheon is out. Uh, the King is dead. We'll see whether or not Lannisport can recover. Yeah, well, we'll leave it uh, we'll leave it right there uh, until next week when we find out what happens. Uh, one of the most dramatic ends to the season in 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 my recent memory, Justin Robert Young. Can't wait to see how it turns out next week. Uh, yeah, let's hope, uh, just remember that every, there's cell phones everywhere, people. You know, if you're going to start screaming racist stuff, just remember, you're probably going to get recorded. I'll see you next week.